Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. The fall and the holiday season can be crazy, I know. And if you're like a lot of the women that I talk to on a daily basis, it's easy in busy seasons to fall off your meal planning routine. And there is no shame in that at all. That was me for many years until I really got a handle on a simplified meal planning routine. So in today's episode, I want to take you through my step-by-step simplified plan for how you're going to get back on track with a meal planning routine this new year. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way, without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Welcome back to the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. I'm Chris Dovniak, founder of Healthy Mama Chris and the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, and your host. I've been talking about and teaching about meal planning for over eight years. And if you've been a longtime listener of the podcast, this method and these steps are going to be familiar. And that's because they work. I don't think you need to reinvent the wheel when you get out of your meal planning routine. It's all about knowing what steps to take to get back into it without feeling overwhelmed. And that's exactly what I'm going to take you through today. Before I dive into the tips, I have a free meal planning guide that outlines everything I'm going to share with you today. So head to healthymamachris.com guide or click the link in the show notes to download that to use as you get back into your meal planning routine. So first and foremost, I want you to take a little bit of time to go through this process. I want you to mark out an hour or two to go to a coffee shop and have a holiday-themed latte. Grab a kombucha and lock yourself in a room while the kids watch a movie. Take just a small amount of time to prep ahead. This is a great thing to do in that break between Christmas and New Year's. Just like how meal prep helps to simplify the rest of your week, 
prepping ahead with your meal plan will help you to make your meal planning easier all season long. So the first step I want you to take is I want you to grab your calendar. And I want you to consider in this season, what kind of meals are you looking for? Are you leaning in to shortcuts because maybe you're coming into a busy sports season? Or maybe you're coming out of a busy sports season if we're getting into that cold winter and maybe your nights are a little bit more relaxed. Hallelujah, right? Or if you are busy, maybe you are relying on more slow cooker meals, especially as we're in soup and stew and chili season. So I want you to consider what kind of meals are you looking for in this season? And it can be a combination of shortcuts and slow cooker meals and sheet pan meals, one pot meals, whatever it might be. Just jot down a couple ideas. These are the type of meals I'm looking for. Then I want you to consider, this is all step one, how much time do you have to prepare meals? I want you to be really realistic about this. I want you to give yourself less time than you think. If you give yourself less time than you think you have, even by five or 10 minutes, when you look for 20 to 30 minute recipes, and maybe you have 40 minutes, but it takes you closer to 30, 35 minutes. We all work at a different pace in the kitchen, okay? Those timing on recipes is all an estimate, right? When I create recipes and give you an average time for prep and cooking, it is based on how much time it takes me plus a little bit of buffer room. But again, everyone works at a different pace. So how much time do you have realistically to prepare meals, maybe take off five or 10 minutes? So you're looking for recipes that take less time than you actually have Gives yourself wiggle room to be interrupted by kiddos, to take a little bit of extra time. If the recipe does end up taking a little bit of extra time, you're not stressed out. Also, don't forget to take into consideration if you plan on meal prepping to make your weeks easier, or are you doing this all at once? Because if you're meal prepping, if you're pre-prepping proteins or pre-prepping vegetables, then your prep time will take you a little bit less time. So that's step number one. You're going to look at your calendar, consider your season. What kind of meals are you looking for in this season? How much time do you have to prepare meals realistically? And are you going to meal prep to make this a little bit easier? Or are you doing this all at once? That is going to make a difference. So once you have an idea of what your schedule is coming up, what kind of meals you're looking for in this season, and how much time you have to prepare meals... Then you're going to go into my number one suggestion for simplifying your meal plan. Step number two, you're going to create your two lists. I know that those of you who have been longtime listeners are like, oh, great, more lists. She's making us make more lists. (laughs) And yes, I am someone who is a list maker. I live off of my lists. I have to-do lists on top of to-do lists. And I do this because I have my own family's meal plan to consider and my own family's grocery list. I have any of my clients' meal plan and their grocery list, and then my cooking classes and the grocery list of ingredients I need for my cooking classes. So when I share these tips with you, I am sharing this from a place of being very busy myself and actually using the advice that I'm sharing with you today. The busier I am, the more I lean in to more simplified meal planning. And when I work with clients as a personal chef as well, I give them a ton of recipes to choose from. And well, I don't give them the full recipe unless they ask for it, but I give them a list of meals to choose from and they choose their own 
seasonal family favorites list, which I'm going to talk about in a second. And that's what I go off of when I create their meal plans, because I'm very intentional with myself and with my clients about making things budget friendly. So that means using up ingredients as much as possible, having recipes on the menu where there are similar ingredients made in very different ways. And so I can use up those ingredients so there's not a ton of extras and leftovers. And we're not talking about budgeting today, but we know that meal planning is the number one first step to maintaining a grocery budget. So your step number two is to create two lists. And I want you to do this seasonally if you don't do it already. And if this is something you've done before, I want you to do it again and make it work for this season. If you listened to my episode on my winter pantry staples, I already had you create a winter recipe list in order to figure out your winter pantry staples, if that's something you want to do. So you can use that list. But I want you to come up with two lists. Number one is going to be your seasonal family favorites. So these are recipes or meal ideas you know your family already enjoys. You've tried them before. You have them somewhere saved because your family enjoyed them. They don't have to have a recipe attached. It can be spaghetti and grandma's meatballs, okay? It can be Taco Tuesday. But your family favorites, I recommend starring or putting some sort of a sticker or marking in some way shortcuts or easy recipes that come together really fast. I have a whole fall shortcuts episode that I'll link down below if you are looking for more shortcut ideas. The second list I want you to make is your recipes to try list. So this is where you go on Pinterest or Instagram or your favorite blogs and you find, or your cookbooks, of course, and you find the recipes that you want to try this winter. And I want you to write those down. So now you have two lists, okay? You have your list of your family favorite recipes and you have your list of recipes that you want to try. While you are looking at these recipes, or maybe you just brainstorm them and write them all down, I want you to go back to them and I want you to cross out anything that doesn't fit in your season. If you said this is a season for a lot of shortcuts and a lot of slow cooker meals, and you have like one of each of those on your list, then you need to go back to the drawing board. Consider your season, your calendar, and how much time you have to prepare meals. You might have a couple meal ideas or recipes on the list for when you have a little bit more time, maybe on a Sunday. So you can keep those on the list, but maybe mark Sunday recipe or something like that. So you're not accidentally putting that on your weekly meal plan, not noticing that it takes four hours like my pot roast. Well, it doesn't take four hours, but two and a half hours. You're not doing that on a Wednesday afternoon unless you are home on a Wednesday afternoon and you can do that depending on your schedule, right? Make sure that these are recipes that fit with your season. Now, I want them to be recipes that fit with the winter season too. That would be great. But what's most important is your season. So come up with those two lists and be very realistic. Step number three, decide how you want to meal plan. You have your family favorites. You have your recipes to try list. You have an idea of what your schedule is, your regular schedule. I know it changes week to week. We'll talk about that in a second. But decide how you want to meal plan. You can do a flexible meal plan, which is what I talk about in the meal planning guide. That's always my suggestion to start out. If you're starting out with a meal planning routine, it's about planning for just five days and then giving yourself two days of wiggle room, two flex days. On those two days, you could have leftovers. You could do a different shortcut recipe. You also leave room for 
an impromptu date night or going over to a friend's house or grabbing a pizza or takeout because that's what makes sense. One of those days might be an open day for date night or takeout or something like that, which is what we have. We have one night. It's me and my husband's date night. Now, sometimes we skip it and we just do a shortcut dinner, but we try to do that date night once a week when we can. And then one night is a family night. Sometimes it's takeout. Sometimes it's a shortcut. But this allows you to use up those ingredients that are in your fridge and gives yourself some room to mix things up and to move things around. If you're planning for seven days, there's no flexibility. You could try and move things around, but it's a little bit harder when there is no there's no room there. So flexible meal planning is always my recommendation to start. But there's a couple other ways you can meal plan to make things easy, too. You can do a rotating meal plan. If you listen to my episode on how I simplify December meals, I kind of do a rotating meal plan. So I shared on in the cooking club a whole podcast episode on exactly what we're cooking this month. And a lot of it is recipe testing because I'm just in one of those seasons, which I know is not applicable to the vast majority of you. But I also shared, okay, this is what I would do if I wasn't testing those recipes. I would take these 10 recipes and I would just tack them on to the other half of the month. So this is choosing a certain amount of recipes. It could be three weeks worth of recipes. It could be four. It could be six weeks. And then rotating that throughout the season. So if it's three weeks, maybe you rotate that four times. If it's four weeks, maybe you rotate that three times. Six weeks, maybe you rotate that twice. And that takes you through until the springtime where you create a new seasonal family favorites and recipes to try list. So a rotating meal plan is a really great way if you have the time to choose those recipes and create that meal plan ahead of time to really make your meal plan turnkey and not have to think about it. And the third one is a themed meal plan. If your family likes the same type of meals and you only need a little bit of a switch up, maybe every couple of weeks, then you can do a themed meal plan. So maybe every Monday is soup night. Every Tuesday is Taco Tuesday. Every Wednesday is Italian night. Every Thursday is breakfast for dinner. Friday is takeout night. Saturday, so on and so forth, okay? So themes can be anything from cuisines to a specific type of recipe like Taco Tuesday or pasta night. And you can change these themes based on the season as well. And you can change them as often as you want to. If you guys are sick of pasta, then take Pasta Thursday out and add in soup or chili or whatever you want to do. So that works really well for families who want to know, okay, every Tuesday we have tacos. And then when you meal plan, you're just choosing a taco recipe. Maybe you have four taco recipes. One week you do chicken tinga. One week you do carnitas. One week you do ground beef. And you do the same thing for the different nights of the week. So for us, we like a little bit more variety than a themed meal plan. Certain months, a rotating meal plan would work really well for us because my family likes a lot of the same meals and you already wrote down your family favorites list. Chances are your family is okay with repeating meals every couple of weeks. Most people or most families are and then sprinkling in those new recipes to try. So decide which way you want a meal plan. Whether you want to start with an easy, flexible meal plan, you want to create a rotating meal plan. Remember, a rotating meal plan will take you a little bit longer to create. You have to do that ahead of time. Or you want to do a themed meal plan. Just consider which one resonates the most with you and which one makes the most sense. We're going to take a quick break to hear from this week's sponsors. 
All right, friends, let's get real. Of all of the healthy habits that I have and I maintain, the hardest one for me by far is drinking enough water. And I just paused and took a sip of my AquaTrue filtered water because I know that if I don't give myself those times during the day where I'm pausing between activities and I go and drink some water, I won't drink water outside of my workout, which is so terrible, I know. But until recently, I've always thought that so many things just taste so much better than water. Like I'd rather drink kombucha or have coffee or a tea or wine, right? I'd rather have wine than water, but I can't drink that at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. So I need to drink water. I need to stay hydrated. And it's so important that we stay hydrated as busy moms. I know it's important for my health and my energy as a busy mom. I'm on my feet all day in the kitchen most days. And I'm also a runner, which makes hydration extra important. And I also really care about the kind of water I drink and the kind of water my family drinks. We moved last year and I was shocked to find out how many contaminants are in the water in my local area, and I knew I needed an easy solution for clean, actually tasty drinking water that I actually wanted to drink for myself and my family, and that's where AquaTrue came in. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters, and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. My parents just came to visit, and they were gawking over my AquaTrue water filter. It's small, it's compact, it's perfect on the countertop to grab water whenever we need it. And more importantly, its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IAPMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs, known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste, which is so important for us because we live near the beach. And I don't want to be responsible for hurting any little sea turtles or any sea creatures, right? In addition to drinking water, you can use it for your coffee, best ever coffee, I swear, tea, and all your cooking needs from boiling pasta or veggies to making stocks and soups. And more importantly, the water actually tastes so good, I find myself actually craving it and drinking more water. And it makes me feel good knowing that my family is drinking clean water free of contaminants. We always fill my kids' water bottles up before school. And like I said, I love that it's compact and super portable. We'll be bringing it with us on our travels next summer. And because I know if you're like me, you want to make sure you're making the right purchase for your family, AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. Today, my listeners receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, and enter code HEALTHYMAMA at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use code Healthy mama. All right, step number four. This is important, and I think this is disregarded too often. I want you now, while you are getting ready to get back into a meal planning routine, to choose where and when you are going to meal plan. Now, you don't need to choose like the exact spot in your house unless you want to, but I want you to consider how often you want to meal plan. If you're doing a rotating meal plan, you only need to meal plan every few weeks. 
or even less, depending on how often you want to create that rotating meal plan. But I want you to choose what day you're going to meal plan. Work backwards from when you want to do any meal prep or whatever you consider the beginning of the week, whether it's Sunday or Monday. So work backwards. You want a day to prep. You want a day to grocery shop. So typically either the day I grocery shop or the day after I meal plan, I'll grocery shop. So I'll meal plan the day before I grocery shop and then I will prep the next day. I like breaking it up because it feels like it's not everything in one day. It doesn't feel rushed. Now, consider how often you want to grocery shop. If you are someone who grocery shops weekly, then maybe you want to meal plan weekly. If you grocery shop every two weeks, then maybe you want to meal plan every two weeks. If you like to do a big stock up at the beginning of the month, like we do for our budget, I like to do a rough meal plan for a couple of weeks based on those family favorites that I mentioned, right? It's always based on that family favorites list. I'll talk about that in a second. And then I will roughly meal plan for a couple weeks. So consider how often you want a grocery shop, how often you want to meal plan. Then I want you to choose when you are going to meal plan, okay? Where are you going to be when you meal plan? Are you going to a coffee shop after you drop the kids off on a Friday morning and doing your meal planning then? Are you doing your meal planning on a Saturday morning when your kids are watching cartoons? When are you going to meal plan? Where are you going to be? Make this a date on your calendar. This is a thing you do each week. The more you get into the routine, the easier it will be. And if you follow the steps I laid out, I'm going to share with you exactly what you're going to do when you go to meal plan in just a second. It's going to be easy. It's not going to take a ton of time and it's not going to be stressful. The other where is where are you going to write down your meal plan? Are you going to have a meal planning notebook? Are you going to grab a Healthy Mama meal planner or a Healthy Mama meal planning notepad? Do you want to meal plan on Trello? There's a lot of different places you can meal plan. It's about what works the best for you. I'm a pen and paper kind of girl. I like my meal planner. I also have a digital PDF option if you want to just print out those meal planning worksheets every week. You need a place for your meal plans. I recommend a place where you can hold on to past meal plans. So if you have a Healthy Mama meal planning notebook, maybe holding on to those past meal plans in a folder. If you've got a notebook or the Healthy Mama meal planner, I'll link that in the show notes down below, then maybe you save those. Once you're done with the meal planner or the notebook, you keep that so you can reference back previous meal plans. I love making a note if the meal plan worked really well, if everyone really liked those recipes that week. It's always helpful to feel like you can go back and go, okay, we'll just kind of repeat that in a few weeks. You don't need to have a rotating meal plan to repeat a meal plan that worked well in the past. If you're planning in a place like Trello, maybe screenshot it and have a folder saved on your computer with past meal plans if you're somebody who like switches out the meal plan each week. Totally up to you where you meal plan, but meal plan in a way that feels right for you and make sure you can easily bring it to the store with you or at least bring your grocery list to the store with you. So you've got to keep it in one place so you can reference it in order to make your grocery list, and then you can bring that grocery list with you to the grocery store. I like also having the plan with me in case I forget to write something on the grocery list. I can look back on the plan and be like, wait, didn't, didn't I have a cabbage soup recipe on the plan? And there's no cabbage on my grocery list. My bad. I know I need to buy a cabbage. So step number four, where and when are you going to meal plan? How often are you going to meal plan? And where are you going to put your meal plans? And step number five, you're going to make your first meal plan. When are you going to meal plan? Always start with your weekly calendar because all of us have kind of a 
schedule. That's our typical schedule. But if there's anything new and different on the calendar, you want to know about it. So then you can insert any of those recipes that you chose that might be shortcuts or slow cooker recipes, or maybe that's a takeout night. You want to give yourself the flexibility to do that. So it's important to look at that weekly calendar so you have an idea of what's ahead. Then you're going to go through your two lists and you're going to choose just five meals. One to two of them. I always start with a family favorite and then I add in a couple of recipes to try and then I decide, okay, is there another family favorite I can put in here? Maybe with similar ingredients to the other ingredients I'm using that week or maybe another recipe to try. Typically, I don't like to do more than two recipes a week that are new. The rest of them are family favorites or shortcuts because it just it eliminates or at least reduces the food fights and just makes it easier because a lot of new recipes I feel like in the week too. I know I'm a recipe developer, but it's a lot to create new recipes. It's really helpful and I find less stressful to have those go-to recipes at least a few times a week and then have those, especially on nights that might be a little bit busier, not feeling stressed out by trying new techniques or trying a new recipe on a busy night. So that's what you're going to do. You're going to do that each week or every couple of weeks, depending on how often you grocery shop. Rinse and repeat. That's it. You've got this. Steps number one through five. Step number one, you're going to look at your calendar. You're going to figure out what type of meals you're looking for in this season. What type of meals are you leaning into? Step number two, you're going to come up with your seasonal family favorites list and your recipes to try list. Step number three, you're going to decide how you want to meal plan, flexible meal plan, rotating meal plan, themed meal plan. Step number four, choose where and when you are going to meal plan, both where you're going to put your meal plan, where you are going to meal plan, and how often you're going to meal plan. And step five, you're going to create your first meal plan. You're going to start with your weekly calendar. You're going to go through your list. You're going to choose those five meals. Or if you're doing a rotating meal plan, you're going to create that rotating meal plan and rotate through it. Rinse and repeat. You've got this, mama. That's your whole plan for getting back into a meal planning routine, a simplified meal planning routine this new year. Now, all that being said, I know we are in the midst of the holiday season right now and life might feel a little busy and a little stressful. And thinking about coming up with a ton of meal ideas in the new year feels intimidating and you want some help meal planning, including a weekly done-for-you meal plan with five family recipes, grocery list, and meal prep plan, you've got to join us in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I always share five weekly family-friendly recipes with a grocery list and a meal prep plan so you can use that as your plan or just for inspiration because I always share substitute recipes in the weekly email as well. And we have a newly updated recipe vault with nearly 200 family-friendly recipes to choose from. And it starts at just $3 a month, actually less if you sign up through December 31st for a yearly membership to the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. You can get 15% off. That means it's starting at just $2.80 a month. That's $2.80 a month for those weekly meal plans and access to our recipe vault plus a ton of quick tips each week, access to our chat, and so much more. And if you sign up this month, I am sending out some fun special bonuses like Healthy Mama Cooking Club themed stickers, maybe for your water bottle, a copy of my digital Healthy Mama meal planner, or my tear-off Healthy Mama meal planning notepad, or even a fun Cooking Club themed tote bag with our motto, 
Good food brings families together. It's honestly the best deal I've ever given on The Cooking Club, and you get to join us and get help with your meal planning all year long. I always share at least two, usually three to four, brand new recipes, seasonal family-friendly recipes every single month. So head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris to check it out, learn more, and join us. This offer will only be available through December 31st, so take advantage of it now, patreon.com slash Healthy Mama Chris. Whether or not you join us in the cooking club this season for some help with your meal planning or you're going to go about your meal plan on your own, I hope this short and sweet episode gave you some inspiration for getting back into your meal plan this new year. I know that I didn't go into super detail about things like how to create a family favorites list or recipes to try list. I really wanted to keep this short and sweet. I have other episodes that go into that in more detail, so I will link those episodes in the show notes if you want more reference and more inspiration, like my shortcut meal ideas and my winter pantry. So if you're looking for some listening during the holiday break, definitely check out the other episodes that I have linked in the show notes. That's what I've got for you today. I wanted to keep it fairly short, but really, really actionable on how to get back into that meal planning routine this new year. And just so you all know, I'm doing the exact same thing. This, like I said at the beginning, this is the routine I will be going through in that break between Christmas and New Year's as well. So I can start that year fresh with a really simplified meal plan for the new year. So I'm right with you. I hope you all have a happy rest of your holiday season. I will catch you in the next episode. Until next time, happy planning. Thank you for listening to Mommy's Podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mention, head to healthymamachris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at healthymamachris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.